to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, SuperSly75. My bad, I was watching TV and I, I forgot the time, right? All right. Y'all know how I do, I'm always late. My bad, I was... I was watching Black Mirror, you know what I mean? Climatic was happening. Yeah, running some running some hooch for the Bonda Ranch, you know? <laughs> I was running I was running some hooch for the Bonda Ranch. <laughs> hey, what's happening? Yeah, listen, we gonna talk we gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Shout out to everybody that's here. I know some of y'all is kinda late where you guys are at and um yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy, my man. Martina, yay. Uh, um, all right, real quick, let's talk the flash. Real quick, let's talk the well, I gotta I gotta talk about it because part of my shtick and I gotta do something for the movie review channel. Anyway, let's talk the flash. Uh, this I'm so conflicted with this movie. Now, for the casual moviegoer, you will like this. But for us hardcore DC purists and and, and some of us that are Snyderverse uh, cultists, uh, we are highly upset because we know all the changes they made to the original version of this movie two years ago. All of the uh, executive meddling. Um, Andy Muschietti did a, a good job considering, you know, what he was working with let me just say this two points george clooney looked absolutely good in all gray he looked fantastic george clooney if they if he is the batman for the, the brave and the bold i would go see that george clooney looked like the movie star he is he's one of my faves this man never looks bad ever on film Second um, point I want to make, I loved uh, Nick Cage's version of Superman. We all remember Tim Burton many, many years ago was was set to direct a Superman live action movie starring Nick Cage. They showed Nick, this version of Superman fighting a, a giant spider. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved the cameos. It was good seeing old man George Reeves. Christopher Reeves, Helen Slater. Oh, so many memories. Adam West, he got a cameo in it. Um, I'm still pissed they, they took out the, the, the Henry Cavill. I'm very pissed. Uh, this is going to hurt DC, man. Like, the gunverse will fail. I believe you don't have enough casual fans. I don't think James Gunn has enough casual fans to prevent the failure of what I deem of Superman legacy. If Superman legacy does not make more money 
than Man of Steel. And, and Ben Affleck looked good. The first act of the movie, um, that first action sequence looked good. People are, are losing their minds because he put the baby in the microwave. He put the baby in the microwave to prevent the baby being burned up by the gas canister that was on fire. Now, some of us would like was like, no, that's a little deeper than that. You know, he put the baby in the microwave because there's a symbol and they're telling the, the peoples. I get all that, but let's just keep it really simple. Let's keep it very basic level. He put the baby in the microwave to prevent the baby from being burned up by the by the oxygen tank that was on fire when the first half of the hospital e-wing was collapsing. Um, everybody knows the plot. Basically, the plot at the end of the day is you... It, the Flash understood his mom had to die. She was a single fixed point of time, and you cannot alter that. And I like the the many ways that baby Flash, young Flash, had to learn that um, you couldn't. He couldn't stop um, Supergirl and um, Michael Keaton's Batman from dying. They were. It was just once again these single fixed points where these characters had to die. These things in time had to happen. There's no changing it. And I, I I knew off the top when when Flash first entered the Speed Force when he got knocked out of the Chrono Bowl it was the, the, another Flash it was the, another version of the Flash himself you know so um, the interaction between him and his mother was nice um, the actress who played his mom nice um, I liked it but I, I'm looking at it as a casual fan now I'm a purist I'm a Snyderverse head I'm pissed. At this movie. I want this movie to do well. But then I don't want it to do well. Right. Um, Aquaman 2 is in trouble. Aquaman. They're already like just. When it comes out in December. Like the hell with it. We'll just put it out. And whatever happens happens. Um, Yeah. Like I said. If you're a casual. Comic book movie person. I think you would like The Flash. Too many jokes for me. Too many jokes for me. Uh, Michael Keaton did look good. His version of Batman was good, um, but too many jokes for me. And um, it was good seeing Zod back, Michael Shannon, but, you know, clearly he was there for a check. Feora didn't get much screen time. I was pissed about that. My favorite Kryptonian of them all is Feora L. She didn't get much screen time. I don't even think she uttered a line in this movie. I don't think she had a speaking line in this movie. No, she didn't. She didn't have no speaking lines. Mm, the CGI, I kept hearing complaints. And then when I seen it, I was like, okay, I could see if they try to make it look cartoony. So when they're in the speed force, you know, um, they're showing all the different realities and the different skips in time. And it looks very, very cartoony. I get it. I get it. I get it. So I'm going to give them a pass on this. Once again, I'm looking at this thing from two different angles as a purist and as a casual fan. Casual fan, I'm happy. Purist, I'm pissed. Because we all knew what this movie was supposed to be in the beginning two years ago. So many different reshoots and alternate endings they had already planned and they cut and scrapped and did more reshoots. This movie's going to lose money. Ezra Miller did a fantastic job. But this movie's going to lose a lot of money. It's already tracking 80 million. This movie's going to lose money. This movie's going to bomb, flop, sink, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you know what? Probably rightfully so. 
Probably rightfully so. I am gonna shave. Don't you worry. I'm gonna get rid of all this. I'm gonna get rid of I'm gonna get rid of all of this. <laughs> Man, don't nobody wants a blue Marvel movie, bro. Nobody wants a blue Marvel movie. Nobody wants a blue Marvel. No. Blue Beetle comes out what next month? August. Nobody's gonna go see that. That movie's that movie's gonna flop as well. Not enough Latinos are, are going to come out and support. Their market share is not big enough. Blue Beetle will fail. Did Ben Affleck take some acting lessons? Wow. I listen. He's my favorite Batman, so I, I don't know what I don't know what it, I don't know what else to say to y'all. He's my favorite Batman, so um, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. But George Clooney looked good. Now he's completely gray, hair and beard. He looked good. I was like, God damn it. George Clooney looked good. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. No arguments here. No arguments here. No arguments here. All right. Um, okay. So that's that. Now let's get into the actual show. Shoe. Let's get to the actual shoe. Oh, Marvel? Eh, no, bruh. No one. No. Nobody wants that. No, 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 no. Yeah, Clooney's in it. He's at the very end. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, Transformers it was okay. It's cool. Um, but that's the thing. Once again, when, when they shot this thing two years ago, you still had Zack Snyder before everything went left. And this was like part of Zack Snyder's universe. And, oh my God, this was, it's, 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 it's a mess, man. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. I mean, like I said, go go see it for a matinee. Um, but this movie gonna, is going to fail, and I don't feel bad when it does. But once again, I'm, as a purist, as, as knowing the vision that Zach had set up in the universe and everything planned for Justice League 2 and 3, and then the flashpoint was to reset everything and then go off into another universe or whatever the case may be. So... Uh, you know, as we know how it was supposed to go, this is, this is a tragedy. All right, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Kidra, hey. And you know what? I'm not mad at that. You know, a lot of people, Keaton was the best Batman for them. That's cool. I like my version of Batfleck beating the brakes and killing people. I'm okay with Batman killing people. So, and, and I think... There's only one kid that can play Damian Wayne. There's only one, and I don't call him a kid, but he's a teenager. There's only one person in my mind that can play Damian Wayne. That is, what's his name? Edward, Edward Anna, the kid, uh, Ashtray from Euphoria. Ashtray done got a growth spurt. Ashtray be boxing. I follow him on IG. Ashtray, was it his, Edward Anna? is the only person I could see playing Damian Wayne. 
that's like my ultimate fan casting. That kid is that kid is something else, man. Ask Trey from Euphoria. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Morgan Freeman was the best bad man. <laughs> okay. Let's get on with it. Where shall I go first? You know what? Let's just show robot stuff. Everyone's scared of AI and robots. I mean, we might as well just get to it. Let's just show robots doing robot things. Yeah, let's do it. Uh -oh. It knows how to open doors. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How to open door. This thing will kick your ass. Listen, Spot will kick a knot in your ass. Spot will kick a knot in your ass. You're not going to beat this thing in the fight. <laughs> Yo, this thing runs up on you. Just lay down, man. This thing will kick your ass. I hear all the dumbass comments. Throw water on it. Oh, trip it. Make it fall, kick it over. This thing will kick a knot in your ass. All right. Kick a knot in your ass. Let's get to some more AI robot stuff. Might as well is what we're here for. You know, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Let's see here. There's the, the stripper, the poles, the pole dancer. <laughs> Here's the pole dancer. Nobody's job is safe. Nobody's job is safe. Now, now, mind you, this is the whack shit they're giving us, right? This is the whack, the throwaway stuff they're giving us. Gotta walk you through it. Gotta get you ready for it first. Just can't give you all of it all at once. Hey. <laughs> It would, it, yeah, curb stomp a but anything, right? This is this is the wax stuff they're giving us. Oh, they're starting at your job already. That's not good. That's not good. All right, all right. Yeah, already out here doing anything. Okay. Get out of there. Let me get out of this. Yo, I didn't know. Um, let's get to pride. Let's get to pride real quick. We have to talk about this. I'm late to this. I didn't know this existed. Canada, Toronto. What? What is going on up there? Now I, I, I never had an interest in in going to go visit up 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 north. Now I really don't need to. Yo, so I didn't know this existed. Yo. This place here in Toronto, Casey's house, Casey's house. Toronto is getting a restaurant where all the food is made by chefs living with HIV. Ooh, let me run that back again. Toronto has a restaurant where all the food is made by chefs living with hiv no no thank you i'll pass no thank you 
No, thank you. I'm late. This this restaurant has been around for a few years. That's how late I am. This is how late I am. Let's get to it. On June 14th, Casey House, a specialty hospital and center dedicated to caring for people living with HIV, will be hosting June's HIV and eatery. An evening filled with specialty cocktails plus a swanky multi-course dinner, all prepared by people living with HIV. Since starting in 2017, this thing has been popping for five years, six years. I'm late. I didn't know this existed. Since 2017, as a three-day pop-up aimed at ending HIV's uh, plus stigma, the event has grown in scale and become a popular annual fundraiser. So much, in fact, that tickets to this year's edition are completely sold out with all proceeds going towards Casey House programs and services. I. That's nice. Um, good for them. I'm good, though. Uh, yeah, let someone else go. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Bro, don't do it, bro. It's, yeah. What, what is, I didn't, hey, I didn't know since 2017, y'all. I didn't know. I didn't know. We late to the party. <laughs> We're late to the party. I didn't know. It's called. What's it called? Casey House. Matter of fact. Yeah. November 8th, 2017. Get out of here. A Toronto pop-up is the first of its kind anywhere and was born out of a recent poll suggesting many still fear sharing food when with someone HIV positive. The 14-person team was working to open June's, a unique pop-up restaurant in Toronto that is the world's first eatery in which all of the kitchen staff are HIV positive. <sighs> we really wanted to be able to change the stigma that it still exists around HIV. Canada's first and only standalone hospital for people living with HIV AIDS. The idea of a restaurant was born out of a recent poll that suggested only half of Canadians would knowingly share or eat food prepared by someone who was HIV positive. On average, seven Canadians a day are diagnosed with HIV. Uh, when Casey House first opened in 1988, its first client was brought to the facility flanked by paramedics in hazmat suits. Uh, despite huge advances in treating the, the disease and better understanding of how it is contracted, much of the stigma of that era endures today. I think that there's still this lingering notion that if I have a regular human contact with someone, somebody with HIV, I may contract it. It is still a death sentence. There are a lot of questions about what happens if somebody cuts themselves in the kitchen and they're HIV positive. We manage that like anybody would in the kitchen. You make sure you provide first aid, you clean up the area, you throw away whatever had been touched by the blood and you clean the surfaces. We would do that regardless of whether you have HIV or not. That's just common sense. 
There's absolutely no risk that somebody can contract HIV from sharing a meal. HIV doesn't live well out of the body for any length of time. And through the cooking, the virus dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Knowing is, is half the battle, y'all. I didn't know. Now that I know. Now that I know. <laughs> knowing is half the damn battle. Okay. Let's get into the, the Las Vegas aliens real quick. Now, I've said it's cap. I said it's cap. I said it was a government ran operation that had a hiccup. And I said, you're not going to see part two. God damn. I said, you're not going to see part two of that young man's um, interview. They really like busting off fireworks. Dumb. Anywho. I, I said that um, we were not going to see part two of that young man's interview. I said that you're not going to hear from these people. You're not going to hear from these people. Red Sings the Blues, what's happening? What's happening? Right? I said it was Cat from Jump Street. Because if you had eight to, eight to ten feet tall aliens in somebody's backyard, y you understand what I'm saying? Wow. Ain't got shit else better to do. I apologize, y'all. My fucking neighbors. What the fuck? Hold on. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it ain't the fourth, right? <laughs> Yo, you do these late night streams. I be, well, you know, California, we different out here, man. You know, like, I used to worry about doing late streams because I'm like, well, everyone, God damn, here we go again. Apparently, they ain't got shit else better to do. Anywho, yeah, um, I get it. You know, Midwest, East Coast, y'all, two to three hours ahead of us. I'm sorry. I just... You know, I'm just going to do my shows when I do my shows and y'all just catch the replay. That's how I look at it. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I, I called cap. Right. Because the, the ship cr did a crash landing and then I guess it, it got back up running and running again. Once again, if you have eight to 10 feet tall creatures running around in a subdivision in the backyard. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, so here's the, here's the cap. Let's get to the cap. Here's the cap. Now, apparently this is all over the internet. This is all over, uh, what you gonna call it? <laughs> this is on Twitter. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, and I'm gonna keep saying this was cap. 
But I, I and then all of a sudden now the people can't be found, right? They went silent. They went zero. They went zero dark thirty. Cause I, I like I said, I stand by what I said. Normally, when you have interactions with UFOs, or whatever, the government is instantly involved. The, the government shows up, locks everything and everybody down. You know. I'm so sorry, y'all. Let's continue. Um, yeah. Normally, when regular people come across these things, the government is on top of it. They don't wait a day or two. They're not sending local law enforcement out. No, 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 no. Right? Everybody get take gives witness statements, and then they go and they go missing. Or it gets real quiet. So I knew the moment that kid said, well, I'll come back with part two. Nah, ain't gonna be no part two, young man. You done said enough. But now let's continue with this. This is all over the internet. This is supposedly what was taken in somebody's backyard the night of the of the, of the crash landing in Las Vegas. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get techie on the scene. Take this with a grain of salt because these creatures look nothing like what that young man described on the phone. Now, I didn't say... He didn't see what he saw. I'm not saying he didn't see what he saw. I'm just saying if you have eight to 10 feet tall creatures in, uh, you know, in a subdivision in somebody's backyard, you, you know, you know, the res the responses and reaction would be a little bit different. I I'm just saying like, how do you go to sleep at night knowing these creatures are out there in one of your neighbor's backyard. I'm just asking. But this is what... <laughs> take all this with a grain of salt. Let's go. Okay, what's going on over there? Okay, lady. Me, my dad, and my brother, we're working at a truck in our backyard. And we have a big lot outside, right? Correct? Okay. We were working, and we just see in a corner of our eye, something fall down from the sky. And it was with light. And when it hit down, it was like a big impact. And we felt it. We felt like an energy. And then, and then, and then we hear like a lot of footsteps near us. And then we have a big, a big uh, equipment, and, and we see, and there's a, there's like an eight foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Now, once again, why are eight to foot, eight to ten feet tall creatures on all, sitting down on all fours? This, why are they all, in, why are they all on, on all fours? You know, but okay, let's continue with the nonsense. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in, in, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so we terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard. Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They they look like they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like like I can't explain it. And big eyes. I don't see big eyes, but let's continue. Oh, they're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're 100 percent they're not human. Okay, what's going on over there? Okay, lady. Me, my dad, and my brother, we're working at a truck in our backyard, and we have a big lot outside, right? Correct? Okay. We were working, and we just see in a corner of our eye something fall down from the sky, and it was with light, and when it hit down, it was like a big impact, and we felt it. We felt like an energy, and then, and then, and then we hear like a lot of footsteps n near us, and then we have a big, a big uh, equipment, and, and we see, and there's, a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it, 
and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, uh, in, in, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so terrified of it. Uh, yeah, so there's once two again, people or two subjects. Once again, I don't dispute he's... My apologies, y'all. Okay. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not disputing what the young man saw. I'm not this, <laughs> fireworks add character to the show. It, it turned into a shit show now. I hate that shit. I don't dispute what he, what he saw. I, I just, just dispute if what he saw were not a costume or, you know what I'm saying? Like, but let's continue. That are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're they look like they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're hundred percent they're not human. All right. Why these eight to ten feet tall creatures on all fours is beyond me. But hey, take everything. <laughs> With a grain of salt, I'm not here to change anybody's position, opinion, or religion. Okay, but I'm calling Cap on the on the, on the, the Las Vegas Vegas aliens. I'm gonna call Cap on that. Wait, let me. I thought I had sent this shit to myself. Where where did it go? Wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, married people. And I mean the real married people. I don't mean people that shack up for seven, eight years. And y'all got some kids together. If you ain't go, if you didn't go before the state, I don't, it's not a real marriage to me. Sorry. If you didn't go to the clerk and she write y'all names down, it's not a real marriage to me. Sorry. 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 It's just not real. It's not a real marriage. Now. Married people, do we agree with what this woman says? I'm just curious. Hear me out. I just want to hear what she has to say. Do we agree with what this uh, what this woman says when, in regards to marriage? Let's go. Everyone says marriage should be 50-50. It's the biggest crock of bullshit I've ever heard. Uh -oh. It's never 50-50. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ever. And so what we do is we quantify where we are. So if Steve comes home and he'll be like, I got 20. Just in terms of energy. Just energy, investment, kindness, patience. I'm at a 20 and I'll be like, I'll cover you. I got you, brother. Like I'll pull the 80. Sometimes we come home, which we have done a lot. My mom has been sick and I'll say, I've got 10. And Steve, like two days ago said, I'm riding a solid 25. So we know that we have to sit down at the table anytime we have less than a hundred combined and figure out a plan of kindness toward each other. Oh, I love uh -oh. that. Yeah. Because the thing is marriage is not something that's 50, 50. A partnership works when you can carry their 20 or they can carry your 20. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that when you both just have 20, you have a plan where you don't yeah. hurt each other. Mm, mm, mm. Is the white woman 
speaking facts right now. Is the white woman, is she speaking facts right now? Is the white woman speaking facts right now? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Okay, okay, uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, in theory, right? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Okay. I just wanted to play that. I just want to get you guys' thoughts. All right. Where do I go first? Have we, have we done the aliens in Vegas? I've done the flash breakdown. Well, I don't know much of a breakdown, but I've done the flash. Now, let's talk about these hybrid babies. Hybrid babies, I, I, I don't know what else to call them. I remember like on IG, just seeing these babies with these huge eyes that just looked super unnatural. I thought these parents were putting filters on their, their kids' eyes. I paid no attention. And then the wife was like, yo, you see these, these little alien hybrid children that's popping up all over the place? And I was like, you know, what, what, okay, what would their physical features look like? And she said they had the big eyes. This was months ago. I paid in no mind. I totally forgot we had that conversation. Then literally a couple of days ago, I'm on IG and I see this little white girl, this little white baby with the biggest, and I mean the biggest set of green eyes, doesn't even look natural. I said, okay, okay, I'm gonna, let me be fair about this. Cause I don't want to put this on European folk. I'm like, nah, cause if they do it to European folk, they do it to others as well. It just hasn't been come out yet. So then I go looking and I find a couple other black babies, black babies with these super big ass eyes. And I'm like, these are the hybrid children. Okay. So they playing with the, the DNA people's DNA. Every, everybody that broke y'all next to sell y'all DNA to ancestry and uh, .com and, and one, two, three, me, now BlackRock owns y'all DNA, right? Ladies, y'all going there for, you know, a simple checkup, and all of a sudden, oh, we're pregnant. What? Or or you're pregnant, and they're giving you all these extra shots and shit that gets rid of your regular fetus and gets supplanted with their fetus. <sighs> yes, these alien hybrid babies are here. Y'all worry about illegal aliens being your replacements. No, your replacements coming from these hybrid children. These hybrid children. All right. Let's and the big, big trouble, little China, China, uh, green eyes. It's okay. Chaz. We, we don't judge you. We forgive you, but I, let me just show the little white girl, the little white baby. Let me show a little white baby and then we'll go and we'll go looking at the little black, little, the black hybrids. Cause everybody can get it. I haven't come across a little Asian hybrids yet, but it's coming. Give me time 
as you know, people start releasing information. Just give me time. Okay. As I come across more hybrid children, I will make note of it. I will highlight them. But this one right here is the most hands down, the creepiest one. This, and I respectfully to whoever these, these children's parents are, these kids are cute. Beautiful little babies. They're just hybrid. Okay. That is a hybrid baby. That is a hybrid baby. Okay. That is a hybrid. That's not a filter. That's not a filter. That's not a filter. That's not a filter. Let me say it again. That is not a filter. Okay. That is a hybrid child. No, don't throw the baby away. It's a cute baby. Listen, if, if the powers of that be said, Hey, Sly, you listen, you want to, you want to help us raise this little hybrid? Yeah, come on. Give it here. Go ahead and give it here. Yeah. I'd help raise a little hybrid baby. It's cute. It's cute. What are we talking about? Throw the baby away. No. What was it? Um, American Horror Story. I did the breakdown with Truman. Did the 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 New Deal with the aliens, and the aliens had an you know agreement to so many humans to do their little experiments to, to, to further their bloodline and shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we, we're not throwing this little baby away. We, we come on now. It's cute. What? Hey, what was that anime? What was that anime? The anime movie with the, with the robot girl. They did a movie about it. Robert Rodriguez did a movie. A a Angel 3000, some shit. What was that anime movie, y'all? <sighs> it was the old anime movie. Then they re they redid it live version. <sighs> what was the name of that movie? She had stupid big ass eyes. She was a, she was a, she was a cyborg, but still. Ain't nothing, there's nothing wrong with this baby. It's just a hybrid. That's a Alita Battle Angel. Thank you. Alita Battle Angel. Okay, there's nothing wrong with this baby. Just a little hybrid. That's all. It's cute as it's. She's cute. You're not gonna throw this baby away. Now, <laughs> you'll have more than fireworks popping. Yeah, Alita Battle Angel. Now let's get to the, the this. <laughs> now, now, now. To be fair, I ain't gonna put this all in the euro. Now this baby, it, it, once again. I'm all about looking at the eyes. I don't care about the nose and the lips and the mouth, none of that. The, the, the eyes. Oh, they had one too coming through. Too wide. Too wide. The eyes are too big for his head. Now, clearly, this one's a little bit more hybrid. Let me see. What? Now, clearly. Clearly. Clearly, this one's a little more hybrid than the other. But these are hybrid children. These are hybrid children. Okay. Yeah. This is a little deeper than designer babies. I, I'm going to take it a little step further. I'll take it a little step further. They're cute. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Listen, they look, you know, killer croc alien babies, little hybrids. As long as you don't kill me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do right by you. Little hybrid baby. Listen, I will do my best to make sure you grow up in a splendiferous environment. 
Just don't ki- don't use your superpowers to kill me, okay? Little little hybrid baby, are we are we cool? Yeah, right. You're not throwing these babies out. You're not throwing these babies out, okay? <laughs> you're not you're not throwing these babies out. <laughs> these eyes are too big. <laughs> yeah, too too far, too big and too far apart. Yeah, just stupid big, stupid big. Now, I will say this. One's a little bit more hybrid than the other. Don't get me wrong, but these are both. You're looking at hybrid babies. Black one look normal to you. Okay, so we're going to look. We're going to go looking for some black, some more black hybrid babies. I get to European folk all day long. I, I want to keep it fair and balanced. Even I'm looking at the, the brown baby like, no. Cute as a button, but the eyes is just a little too big for my taste. These are hybrid babies. Okay. All right. So now let's do this. Let's go looking for some, some more black hybrid. Why well, start looking at my dogs? <laughs> who's, who's your real daddy? I don't know. Who's your real father? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, listen, they are here. They are here. Now, I know Martina last night said mentioned indigo children. These ain't indigo children. These children are a little something different. These children are a little something different. So let's do this. Let's go looking together and look for some more possibly hybrid black babies. Because I want to keep this thing fair and balanced. Okay. Let's keep this thing fair and balanced. Let's go looking for some hybrid ass babies. Some melanated hybrid babies. Let's go looking. Let's go looking. Let us look for some hybrids. Because everyone thinks their kid is the cutest things, you know, and everyone thinks they made a, they made a pretty baby. You know how black folk get my, I make beautiful, I make pretty kids. Sure you do, sis, ma'am. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She looks like a little porcelain doll. Is that a, is that a hybrid baby? Is that a hybrid baby? Is this a hybrid baby? Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Looking for, you know what? I'm not going to do this one. That This is wrong. I'm not going to do this. This is wrong. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. You know what? No, let me, let's not stop. Why did her eye just, did it go back into position? What? Now, initially her eye was crooked to the, you know, the, the, her left eye was crooked. I don't know. What's see what's going on here. Ah, <sighs> gotta be mindful y'all. Let me see. Let me look at this one. 
Uh oh, you know what? I'm gonna be petty. I'm gonna be petty, but I, I got to. I got to. I got to do this. Come on now, listen. I got to do this. We got to keep it fair and balanced. Men in black, alien baby. We got to keep it fair and balanced, y'all. Well, if y'all don't play with me right now, I, I, what's the difference? Wait, wait, not, not that, not that, not that one. Where is it at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Here we go. Bruh. Seriously? 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 I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Do not shoot the messenger. I come in peace. I come in peace. This ain't no damn filter. This is not a filter. This is... Cause listen, if you if it was a filter, you'd see blinking. It would be pixelated around the eyes. When you know a filter, when you see one, y'all. Another, all you i you iPhone people, y'all know filter. Y'all iPhone filters when you see one. Yes, I. Like once again, you don't throw the baby out. Cute kid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No diss to the parents, but shit, you know. It's not okay. Come on now. You know, I, I, I come in. I say these things with love and shit. All right. Okay. Let's continue with the next. Let's find our next little, little possible hybrid baby. Let's find our next possible hybrid baby. Let us find the next little hybrid. That's the same baby. Wait, listen, don't, don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Don't, don't, don't do this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm joking right now, but you see where I'm going with this, right? I'm making jokes, but I, you can see where I'm going with this, right? It's all jokey joke until it's not jokes. It's all jokes until it's not jokes. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. <laughs> hey, all right. Back on the hybrid baby hunt. Back on the hybrid baby hunt. Uh oh. I see some big ass eyes. Woo! Give some big eyes. Give them some, some big eyes. My girl twin. My girl twin have eyes like that. Uh oh. Some big eyes. Those are some big eyes. Those are some big eyes. Those are some big eyes. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. What? Is she? Oh my god, that's her with the damn blender. Let's find some more possible hybrid babies. It doesn't matter. Everyone's making, you know. That was you, right? The blender. Blender sound like his on his last legs okay don't worry about it. not yet let's keep it going let's look for some hybrids that that noise you hear is the blender that noise you hear is the blender oh she's adorable oh she's too cute oh look at her oh she's cute she is too cute oh look at her oh Get it, little mama. Get it. Get little mama. Get little mama. Oh, she's too cute. Too cute. Okay, let's continue. 
Let us find some big eyed ass babies. Is that you? Look how big her eye. Those are some big ass eyes. Big eyes. Okay, let's continue. Wait. Who? Is this child. How is this. This child is too young to be sitting like this. Like, how is this even possible? How do they prop this child up like this and it not fall over? Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. How, how do they get that shot? That is amazing. Okay. On the hunt. Uh oh, it's been the people with, oh, no, no. okay, here we go. Back on the hunt. Back on the hunt for some hybrids. While my struggle blender tries to make my damn smoothie. While my struggle blender, you know, before it, oh my God, that blender sounds like, yeah, she's killing me right now. See, this is, this is where I got it from. Yeah, that got, yeah, listen, that's a little hybrid, baby. I don't care what y'all talking about. That's a little hybrid. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. Mm hmm. Cute kid, though. Cute kid. Listen, why y'all let y'all kids pose like this? This is not cute. This is not cute. Your little girls should not be posing like this. Moms, don't let your, your daughters pose like this. That's too grown. Oh, who's this? Who's this? What is that? Uh, no. No, no, no. I think she's okay. Uh, some big ass eyes. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's it. Once again, as more and more, you know, pictures of children that I believe are hybrids come out, I will, you know, I will make a note of them. Just big round eyes. Well, you just don't know what y'all came back here to. Y'all reincarnated into the wrong damn dimension. Okay. All right, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna get out of here. Okay, I'm out of here. So yeah, just let me just, let me just once again, once again, cute little, this is a cute baby. This is a cute baby. This is goddamn hybrid. This is a cute baby, but damn it if this ain't an alpha. Uh, damn it if it ain't, ain't, ain't a hybrid. That's a that's a damn hybrid. No diss to the parents. Cute kid, you know. Um, cute kid. Adorable. Just them eyes are just. Just mad big, yo. Like, uh, uh that's nah, 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 nah. Let's not do that. <laughs> okay. Let's get to. Oh, come on. There we go. Okay. 
Uh oh. My baby no hybrid. She got she got big eyes, but not like that. Why y'all better stop this shit? It's not a filter. Stop it. Come on, we've seen enough iPhone filters and Samsung filters. You know a filter when you see it. This is not a fucking filter. You know what? Some of y'all. Okay. If you believe if this where is the filter at? Where? And I'll keep I'll keep running it back. Do you not see the skin fold and crease underneath the eye the eye socket? Where's the filter on this? Where's the filter? So if you if for, for y'all that believe, yeah, I'll raise a hybrid baby. Just don't we have an understanding? Like I'll take care of you, watch over you till you get able to defend yourself, but don't try don't try to kill me though. Right? Now, once again, if you believe this is a filter, well get your ass back in this in this chat and, and show me explaining where the filter's at. Where's the filter at? Because I'm looking at I'm looking at this child's eyes and the skin fold underneath when when the cheeks are squeezed. Well, where's the filter at? Where? Where's the filter? I, I want somebody to come, you know, show me where's the filter at. You can literally see the reflection of her eyelid. What do you? Where, where's the Jack Jack from The Incredibles? Where's the filter at on this? Okay, now I know someone said this was a filter. Okay, well come on back in here. Okay, Maybach Hustler. What what are we looking at? Explain. <laughs> Explain to us where's the filter. Show us where. Where? <laughs> Everybody in my family has big ass eyes. <laughs> We're not. Yes, you are. <laughs> Hybrids. Once again, where's the filter on this baby's on this baby's face and eyes at? Where, where's the filter? Where where is the filter? Where where is the filter? All right, pause it at six seconds. It does a pop. That's 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 six seconds. Oh, okay. I see what y'all. I see what you're saying. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah. I stand corrected. I'm wrong. Oh, I'm 18 and two, y'all. My bad. Maybach hustler. I, my I, my apologies, y'all. Slides wrong. I'm 18 and two. There's no there's no hybrid babies out here. Fuck it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna kill this show. I'm gonna kill this show. I'm gonna kill this show. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. I know, right? Two in one month. What the fuck is going on? I'm 18 and two. Still better than you. Bars. Bars. I'm 18 and two. Still better than you. 
Bars. All right. Okay. It was a filter. Good eye, y'all. Good eye. Okay. Shikes. What the fuck? Here we go with the They're going to make me go over here. Act a nigga. I'm not trying to be acting my color today. Okay. That baby got big eyes anyway. So I'm still right. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Yeah. There you go. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Okay. Let us get into some tales of morbidity. Yes, yes, yes. Tales of morbidity. Okay. First tale of morbidity tonight is Juana Barasa, a pro wrestler by day, serial killer by night. Hold up, y'all. Listen to this shit here. After making her a name for herself as a professional wrestler, Mexican serial killer Juana Barasa murdered 16 elderly women and was sentenced to 759 years in prison. The little old lady killer. Jeez. Okay, in 2005, police in Mexico City were under fire for dismissing claims that the murders plaguing the area for years were the work of a serial killer. And authorities would be soon shocked to learn that not only was there a serial killer, but that it was a woman. Known as Matavietas or Mataviejitas and the little old lady killer, Juana Barasa had made a name for herself as a pro wrestler, but neither her fans nor the police had any idea that by night she had been killing elderly women for years. This was her, this was her, uh, her costume. By day, Juana Barasa worked as a popcorn vendor and sometimes a luchadora at a wrestling venue in Mexico City stocky and strong Barasa took to the ring as the lady of silence as she competed in the amateur circuit but in the darkened streets of the city she had another persona Mata Viejitas or little old lady killer beginning in 2003 Juan Barasa would gain interest to the homes of elderly women by pretending to help carry in groceries or claiming to be sent by the government for medical help once inside she would pick a weapon like a set of stockings or a telephone cord and strangle them. Barasa seems to have been unusually methodical about choosing her victims. She managed to acquire a list of women who were on a government assistance program. Then she used this list to identify elderly women who lived alone and used fake credentials to pretend that she was a nurse sent by the government to check their vital signs. By the time she left, her victim's blood pressure was always zero over zero. Oh, wow. They got jokes. Barasa would then look through her victim's houses for something to take with her. Though the crimes don't seem to have been motivated by financial gain, Barasa would only take a small memento from her victims like a religious trinket. Police following the cases had their own theory on who the killer was and what was driving him. According to criminologists, the killer was most likely a man with a confused sexual identity who had been abused as a child by an elderly relative. The killings were a way of channeling his resentment toward innocent victims who stood in for the person who had abused them. 
Eyewitness descriptions of a possible suspect reinforced this idea. According to the witnesses, the suspect had the stocky build of a man, but wore women's clothing. As a result, the city began, city police began rounding up known transvestite prostitutes for questioning. The profiling caused outrage in the community and brought the police no closer to finding a killer. Over the next few years, Barraza killed many more women, perhaps almost 50, before police finally caught a break in the case. In 2006, Juan Barraza strangled an 82-year-old woman with a stethoscope. Jeez. After leaving the scene, a woman who was renting a room in the victim's home returned and found a body. She immediately called the police with the help of the witness. The police were able to arrest Barasa before she left the area. During questioning, Barasa confessed to having strangled at least one woman, stating that she committed the crime out of a sense of anger at elderly women in general. Her hatred was rooted in feelings toward her mother, who was an alcoholic who gave her away at age 12 to an older man who abused her. According to Juana Barraza, she wasn't the only person behind the killings. After being confronted by the press, Barraza asked, with all due respect to the authorities, there are several of us involved in extortion and killing people. So why don't the police go after the others too? According to the police, uh, Barraza acted alone. They could match her fingerprints to the prints left behind at the scene of the multiple murders while ruling out other possible suspects. With the evidence they collected, police were able to charge Barraza with 16 Different murders, but she is believed to have killed up to 49 people. Though Barraza claimed to continue to claim that she only had been responsible for the one, one of the killings. She was convicted and sentenced to 759 years in prison. Good grief. Good grief. The little old lady killer. That's terrible. That's terrible. Okay. Let's continue. Our next story. I don't want this one. I want this one. No, do this one. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. Let's do this one. The sad story of murderous Mary, a circus elephant hanged by a Tennessee town. So she went by Big Mary. Now, mind you, the picture you're looking at is this is the elephant literally hung by a crane. And you can see where the crane is actually bending. The frame is being bent from the weight of the elephant. She went by Big Mary for years. Mary worked the Sparks World famous shows Traveling Circus, where she entertained towns from coast to coast. That all came crashing to a halt in 1916. When the town of Irwin, Tennessee arrested Mary for murder and hanged her from a crane in front of a crowd of spectators. Mary's story is as sad as it is bizarre. While time has clouded the exact details of her life, a few things remain certain. The female circus elephant killed the man who beat her with a hook and a small town in Tennessee formed a mob lynching her in a public execution as grisly as it is unbelievable. Uh, Mary's story begins in the late 19th century with a man named Charlie Sparks, a performer since the age of eight. Sparks would go on to own the Sparks World Famous Shows, a traveling circus featuring clowns, acrobats, lions, and other exotic animals such as elephants, which included Mary. Sparks' father purchased Mary when she was four years old, and Charlie and his wife, Addie Mitchell, would go on to raise her, treating the elephant like the child they never bore. 
Her nickname, Big Mary, came well-earned, touted as the largest living land animal on Earth. The five-ton Asian elephant stood taller than the popular Barnum & Bailey star Jumbo, hovering over him by a supposed three inches. Playing musical instruments, standing on her head, and even catching baseballs, this gentle giant awed crowds all over the world, uh, all over the country, sorry. Mary was without a doubt the company star attraction, drawing many spectators to Sparks' shows for years. Mary's future would find an expiration date, however, when the circus made its way to Virginia. Upon Sparks' arrival, a hotel worker named Walter Red Eldridge inquired about a job working with the show's elephants. Despite his lack of experience, the circus hired Eldridge uh, as an underkeeper, which held him responsible for the elephants' basic maintenance, such as feeding and watering them. Circus employees trained Eldridge to handle his herd with the gentle care that Sparks insisted of his handlers. Eldridge would lose sight of this philosophy at the first elephant indiscretion, which resulted in one of the most cruel and barbaric cases of animal torture ever recorded. Admitted, admittedly missing a, cute, a few key details, the most popular telling of the tale involves Eldridge, a bull hook, and a piece of watermelon. Leading the elephants to a nearby watering hole while pre preparing for a show in Kingsport, Tennessee, Eldridge sat atop Mary, nudging her forward with his bull hook. When the star performer stopped abruptly to reach for a discarded watermelon rind on the side of the road, Eldridge went against orders and began smacking her with his makeshift whip, digging its hooks deep into her flesh. Mary snapped, reaching behind with her trunk. Some reports say Mary grabbed Eldridge's lifted him into the air and slammed his body onto the ground before using her massive foot to crush his head, killing him instantly. Others claim that the elephant went on to impale the man with her tusk, while still others state that she merely whipped him in the head with her trunk, landing the fatal blow that killed him. And in spite of the competing stories, one thing is for certain, the town of Kingsport saw justice for Eldridge's death. When several shots came from a spectator's gun failed to subdue Mary, the crowd only became angrier, eventually chanting, kill the elephant, before chaining her outside of the uh, county jail, where more onlookers gathered to witness the great murderous Mary as she was now known. News of the killing spread fast. The Sparks clan had a show at nearby Irwin later that evening, but the town forbade the circus from entering so long as they had Mary in tow. With the crowd headed to Kingsport to kill his beloved pachyderm, Sparks had to make a tough decision. Despite the close emotional bond the two had shared for years, Sparks severed the relationship in a way that would at least save his business's life. He staged a public execution. This decision then left Sparks with the difficult task of figuring out how best to execute a 10,000 pound animal. Bullets had already proven fruitless, leading some to people to suggest crushing Mary between two trains. Others pushed for a more macabre approach of tying her front and back legs to two trains running in opposite directions, dismembering her alive. As rural Tennessee lacked enough power to electrocute the beast, Sparks decided to hang Mary, which would satisfy both the need to kill her and the bloodlust driving the town to pandemonium. The next day, Sparks' world-famous shows entered the town of Irwin, ready to hang their star pupil from a 100-ton crane located on the railroad tracks followed by four other elephants walking trunk to tail as they did in countless shows mary entered the gallows where circus employees fitted a chain around her neck the chain which was attached to a crane would hoist her into the air 
As with the bullets, the first chain failed to work on Mary. After lifting her five feet, the chain snapped, sending the elephant falling to the ground and breaking her hip in the process. Circus employees wrapped a second chain around her as she lay in pain and lifted her once more where she shrieked and thrashed until going limp. After suspended in the air for 30 minutes, a veterinarian declared her dead and employees lowered Mary to the ground. A remaining elephant who had worked with Mary for years escaped his pen later that night, running toward the railway yard where Mary took her last pain breaths. This elephant too was captured and returned to the circus, which killed his companion. The sad story of murderous Mary is not an isolated one. Years earlier in 1903, an elephant named Topsy was famously electrocuted in Coney Island. Uh, New York after trampling three handlers in as many years. And of course, most recently in 1994, an elephant named Tyke was shot 87 times by Honolulu police after escaping the circus mid-ring show, crushing her trainer while running for freedom. Jeez. And yeah, that, that was her. Yeah, that's uh, crazy, right? Elephant stood his ground. You know what? I can't with y'all. I can't with y'all. Y'all terrible. Terrible. Stood his ground. Ain't no stand your ground. All right. Our last tale of morbidity. It's going to be a short show tonight. Okay. 1906. Mohammed Mesfiwi. A Moroccan serial killer was sentenced to be walled up alive after he was found guilty of murdering 36 women. Mesfiwi worked as a shoemaker and trader in Marrakesh, assisted by a 70-year-old woman named Anna. Uh, Mesfiwi would kill young women who came to his shop to dictate letters. He would use drugs to inca incapacitate his victims before de decapitating them with a dagger. Jeez. Moroccan authorities found the remains of 20 mutilated bodies in a deep pit under his shop. Another 16 were discovered in the garden outside. He was caught after the parents of one young victim traced her movements back to his shop. Anna died under torture and Mesfiwi confessed that he killed them for their money. Often the sums were very small. Uh, after being convicted, Mesfiwi was initially sentenced to be crucified on May 2nd, 1906. Due to international outcry, the sentence, the sentence was changed to beheading. However, public sentiment in Marrakesh was for him to suffer so every day he was led from his cell into the market square and lashed 10 times with a rod made from thorny acacia for four weeks. It was finally decided because of his heinous nature of his crimes and as a warning for all, Miss Fuey would be walled up alive in the Marrakesh Marketplace Bazaar on June 11, 1906. The cell was about two feet, wide, uh, two feet deep and wide and about six feet high. On the day his sentence was carried out, Ms. Fuey screamed for mercy and fought with his jailers when he was led to the cell. After his entombment, the crowd would be silent, but then cheer every time they heard him scream inside. Ms. Fuey could be heard for two days before falling silent on the third day. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. You know what? Let's see if we can find a picture of this guy. Let's see if we can find a picture of this guy here. Peace. Nope, no pictures. Nope, no pictures. Nope. Just drawings. Okay. 
All right, that's it, y'all. That's all I got. It's not much. I'm sorry. Slow, slow night tonight. <laughs> slow night tonight. I'm 18 and two. I'm 18 and two. Uh oh no. You know what? Let me see. Intersection probability. No, not ancient. Oh, you know what? I found two more things I could discuss. Hold up. Hold up. For those that um, didn't know, or rest in peace, John Beasley. John Beasley. You've seen this guy in numerous movies. Numerous movies. Died at the age of 79. Uh, died in the hospital in his hometown of Omaha, Nebraska. His son, Tyrone Beasley, told the Hollywood Reporter he was undergoing tests on his liver before taking an unexpected turn for the worst. Uh, he was in Rudy, um, The Apostle, V.I. Warshawski, The Mighty Ducks, Untamed Heart, Losing Isaiah, Little Big League, Crazy in Alabama, The General's Daughter, which is a great, that's a classic with a John, John Travolta. Some of All Fears, Walking Tall and Firestarter. He was also in the movie um, Spell with Loretta Devine and, and uh, Amari Hardwick, right? Yeah. Okay. Rest in peace, John Beasley. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. What's my other one? What's my other one? Oh, I'm struggling tonight. I'm struggling. Oh, LA Dodgers. Let's do this. LA Dodgers. Shh, bruh. This here. <laughs> this here. Oh, do I want, I want, I want an actual video of it though. I don't want, I don't want to read. I don't feel like reading. Give me, there we go. Okay. We'll just let this ad play out. Be good to go. Boom, 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 boom. Is it done? 10 more seconds. Okay. And we got that done. Okay, here we go. Has been watching this story at the intersection of religion and Pride Month and national sports, and in this case, the Major League Baseball Institution. Uh, he says there's a huge double standard here at play. Clay, are you surprised that, that this moment is about to unfold tonight? Yes, I am, frankly, Martha, and thanks for having me on. Um, this is staggering to me because as you kind of laid out, can you imagine what would happen if this were the Muslim faith, if this were someone uh, who was denigrating uh, Jewish faith, if it was someone who was going after the Hindu faith? Look, the Dodgers wouldn't even be able to safely travel if they were denigrating the Muslim faith. And the fact that this is being allowed to occur at all is I think a huge indictment. Remember, LA, the biggest and one of the most loyal perspectives associated with the Dodger fan base is Hispanics. And there's a huge oh. Catholic Hispanic fan base that is the basis of much of the Dodgers popularity. Oh. And the fact that this is being allowed is frankly to me indefensible. I thought also think 
it's a further sign of the wokeification of Major League Baseball. Remember, uh -oh. they pulled the All-Star game out of Atlanta based on the flawed premise that somehow the Georgia voting bill was going to make it unfair right. in terms of elections. Right. And the fact that they are allowing this to occur, we just saw Anthony Bass, who spoke out against this to a certain extent, lose his job in Toronto. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised the Major League Baseball Players Association is allowing it. Martha, I think it is an incredible black eye for Major League Baseball in general. Uh -oh. And I know that there are people of, of good uh, faith, not only who are Catholic, but also people who are just religious in nature that understand the double standard that's being set here, find it to be indefensible, many of whom are players in Major League Baseball itself. I just think it's an awful decision. Yeah, that's what I want to ask you about, um, because Clayton Kershaw and Blake Trinan, both Dodgers players, have, have spoken out about this, um, <laughs> saying, look, this isn't, it's not right to attack Christianity any more than it would be right to attack Judaism in this way, yeah. or deeply held faiths of Muslims in this country. For some reason, wow. Christianity seems to be the only one that's fair game. Maybe it's because it's the largest religion in the country but so for these players what are they going to play tonight or is there any a boycott on the part of players for this game tonight uh, martha you know i wish uh you know now clayton kershaw has said hey we're gonna have a religious pride night uh for actual catholics uh going forward but I think this is one of those situations where Major League Baseball really has lost its way. And the players themselves are afraid to speak out. I think the Anthony Bass example is such a good one, Martha, because he shared, I don't know if you paid attention to this story, but he shared a, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. a story on his Instagram, right? Just on his Instagram story. And all it said was, hey, I support the Target boycott. I support the Bud Light boycott. And what ended up happening there was he lost his job. They mm. kicked him off the team for sharing an Instagram story that said, hey, wow. I am supportive of what's going on right now uh, with this Bud Light and this Target boycott. And, you know, the reality is, Martha, if he'd come out and said, this is totally unacceptable that what's going on with Bud Light and what's going on with Target, not only would he have kept his job, he may have gotten endorsements. Yeah. And so if you believe that people have the right to share their opinions, we got to stop with all the double standards. And you're right. Look, there indeed, is a indeed. large Christian uh, population in the United States, but they would never allow this for any other religion. Yeah. And I think that's where Major League There's Baseball no has really no missed chance. the mark. It's uh, right. an excuse. Yeah, you, you know, you got to wonder why these companies and institutions, why they insert themselves in the middle of these things. They don't have to. At Man, all. You know why. They don't, don't have do this. to. Don't do I, this, I mean, if, if they want to have like, you know, some flags around or something tonight, they could do that. But they, they don't have to do this. And it was very interesting on the website for the um, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They really say like, you know, well, we talked to them. We talked to them. The Sisters for Perpetual Indulgence. That's a pretty crafty name. Basically, they backed down. The language is very interesting. They backed down. Wow. They were repentant. Now our relationship is better than ever. This will never happen again. I thought that language was really interesting. Um, thank you very much, Clay. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank sir. you. Appreciate you guys fitting me Shit, in. Clay was like, Absolutely. I got more. Great to have you. Clay was like, I got more to say. Let's check out this story here. This is funny, but it's not funny, but it's funny to me. Okay, damn it, ads. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, this will be the last story, and we get. And I'm gonna get up out of here because it's fucking late. Like, 
I gotta cut that for the the flash. Uh, okay, let's go. I want to take you down to the Tar Heel State, North Carolina Senate Committee, passing a bill that bans males from female sports. And our next guest has quite a story. She's a high school girls volleyball player. She's been urging lawmakers to take action after she suffered a concussion and a neck injury back in wow. September from a transgender player spiking the ball during a volleyball game. I could go on and on about how this incident has affected my life, but I'm not here for that because I'm not here for me. Allowing biological males to compete against biological females <laughs> is dangerous. Well, I'm going to bring in Peyton McNabb, the woman you see there on this screen. This is horrible. Person. Welcome to New York. Thank you. You're Thank from you. Murphy, wait, 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 wait. What's going on with her hair? What, what is this shit at the top? You're in the far western <laughs> part of the state. What is that? First time on an airplane. Mm -hmm. First wow. time in New York City. You're, you're living life. Back on the 1st of September, I've seen the video. You took a shot. It's hard for me to watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you remember from that? Um, I just remember the very, very silent and shocked. Okay, no, we're going to find a video. I want to see this. Peyton McNabb, that's her name. Peyton McNabb injury. All right, now we got a show. Now we got a show. I want to see the video. I want to see the video. Let's <laughs> just get to that. Just show the video, y'all. You know what? Nah, fuck all that. Fuck all that. We're going to go to Twitter. We're going to do what we always do. We're going to take this on bitch to Twitter. Peyton McNabb injury. Peyton McNabb injury. I want to see how bad this was. Oh, come on. Damn it. Uh, okay. Let's do this. Volley. Ball. Injury. Here we go. All right. You ready? Here we go. Let's, let's blow it up. Let's blow it up. Okay, that's her. Right. Shit. That's the trans right there. Shit. I mean, it's like she didn't even have time to react. Like, did you see it coming? Damn. Did she even have time to react? Hi, uh, my name is Peyton McNabb. I'm a senior at Hawassi Dam High School in Murphy, North Carolina. Um, due to the North Carolina High School Athletic Association policy allowing biological males to compete against biological females, my life has forever been changed. On September 1st, 2022, I was severely injured in a high school volleyball game by a transgender athlete on the opposing team. I suffered from a concussion and neck injury that to this day I'm still recovering from. Other injuries I still suffer from today include impaired vision, partial paralysis on my right side, constant headaches, as well as anxiety and depression. I was unable to play the rest of my last volleyball season, and although I'm currently playing softball, I'm not able to perform as well as I know I have in the past because of the injury. My ability to learn, retain, comprehend has also been 
impaired and I require accommodations at school for testing because of this. I could go on and on about how this incident has affected my life, but I'm not here for that this because I'm not here for me. Because for me, I know that my time playing is coming to an end. I'm here for every biological female athlete behind me. My little sister, my cousins, my teammates. Allowing biological males to compete against biological females is dangerous. I may be okay. the first to come before you with an injury, no, no, no. Listen, but if... I, you know what? I, I honestly don't think... I mean, a spike to the face, I don't know, man. Had a regular girl hit, I mean, she just didn't see it coming. I don't, I don't know. Okay, let's get back to, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Jim, after it happened, my, I remember the fear from my teammates, knowing they would have to continue to play the game, um, even after that incident happened. I just remember everyone just so not knowing what to do, and it was just very, very traumatizing. What was your recovery like? It was hard. It was very, it's very slow. Um, it's been, it's been very difficult, you know, not being able to get back into things yeah. as I have in the past. So it's been very difficult, but thankfully I'm, I'm improving. Did, did, did you know immediately when, when it happened? Did you know you were playing against a transgender? Yes, we did. Okay. So, and then that happens, and... Had, had you been concerned about the strength of this individual before the game? Yes, okay. very much so. But we, we couldn't just refuse the game since it was a conference game, so we had to continue to play them. And to play because if you protested, you would forfeit. I get it. I get it. So, so during warm-ups, right, you're checking out the other team. They're on mm -hmm. the other side of the court. What, what, what did you see and what did you think of that player's performance? It was obviously a lot different than what we've been seeing the rest of the season or the rest of the years I've been playing. I was very used to it, though, at that point, okay. because he's the same age as me, so we played together all four years against wow. them. Um, but I just remember seeing how, like, the fear, and especially our younger players on the team who've never played against them before. Mm. So just seeing how scared they were, it was really heartbreaking. Did you hear from that individual afterwards? I hadn't heard from them at all until like a week after I spoke out for the first time. They sent me a message on Instagram and it was very, it was very hateful. There's no remorse at all. And wow. Um, so like angry towards you for, for saying something that yes. biological males should not be allowed to play against fem in, in female sports. Yes. Wow. Well, the state house has taken action and now the Senate looks like it will as well. But you got a Democratic governor in Roy Cooper. Mm -hmm. um, do you think he would agree with the lawmakers in the state house to ban? No, definitely not. He, he definitely will not agree with this whole mm -hmm. situation. So everyone's already expecting that. You, you, um, you, you know, it's a topic of national conversation. It came up at the White House the other day, and here was the question and answer that came out. Okay. What would the president say to parents out there who have daughters, uh, let's say in high school, for example, who are worried that their daughter may have to compete against a male and worry about their daughter's safety? That is a dangerous thing to say. Uh -oh. That essentially transgender kids we're talking about are dangerous. Right, I know you're in high school. Uh, I grant you that. But uh, what do you think about a comment like that, saying it's dangerous after what you experienced? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's very very hypocritical. I think she's taken what others have said about how this is dangerous for us, and she's essentially switched it around and played the victim 
from the situation, which I've, I expect nothing less from okay, okay. that whole administration. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So, uh -oh. you know. I just want to end with this question because I noticed that you said that you, you're not here in New York for yourself. And you didn't speak out for yourself. Tell us why you are doing this. Why does this matter to you? So I'm doing this because I don't want anyone else to have to ever go through what I went through. Um, and even the thought of it happening to my younger sister who's going into high school or, you know, my other family members, my teammates, if that happened to any of them, yeah, it would just infuriate me. So just the thought of that. And I just don't think this is something that we should even have to be talking about. Good well, it's not resolved yet. No. Yeah. And it may not be. No. But you're a part of the an attempt at a solution and Peyton we thank you for being here okay that's what's up now listen I, I hear my thoughts and come on we all watch college volleyball we've seen we've we've seen we watched plenty of six feet six one six foot two inch college women and the spikes from those women you know I just don't think she saw seen it coming it doesn't help that basically a young man was spiking the ball. Um, I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, probably a difference of hundreds of pounds per square inch of force um, behind his spike versus a girl spike, but still a shot to the face from anybody would make you sit down for a minute. I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I said, it, it didn't help that, uh, it was coming from a young man at, at this point. So I, I don't know, y'all. I feel bad for her. I mean, that shit, she didn't see it coming. She didn't even have time to react, you know. But we've, we've watched enough volleyball matches. <laughs> we've, we've watched enough volleyball matches. You take a shot to the face, you're going to sit down for a hot minute. I've seen matches where people get their noses broken from spikes, black eyes, fracture over the bones. And we're talking just to women, just on, just on the college side. So um, I feel bad for this young lady, but... You know, I don't know. All right, so that's my show tonight. I know it, it was it was slow tonight, y'all. So y'all got me on the filter. Shout out to y'all. Um, eighteen and two, still better than you. Thank y'all for hanging out. I'm gonna get out of here. This is late. I'm tired. We'll be back to do this again tomorrow. Oh no, wait, tomorrow. I think I'm taking a day off tomorrow. I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Other way, otherwise. Other than that, I'll catch y'all. Peace.